0: morning. welcome to gospel pursuits broadcast um i'd love to know where you're um watching from if you're uh, watching on world glorious tv network or even in the uk let me know if you're liverpool manchester anywhere uh welcome to gospel pursuits broadcast we are obviously uh, broadcasting what well, mon well tuesday to friday most weeks a couple, couple of times I might have to miss it, uh, a broadcast due to work. But uh, generally, we are 9.15 a.m. M- Tuesday to Friday, uh, quite a few different places. World Glorious Network TV from Kenya, Pastor um, Martin, ensuring the broadcast gets done on that end and just spreads it all over the place. So it's a wonderful. I uh, had people watching from Bangladesh yesterday um, and different places. And it's such a privilege and an honor to be able to, to speak into people's lives. Uh, just based on this broadcast, uh, it's such excitement. I love, um, I'm, I'm a firm church planter. I love to be involved in, in pioneering churches. Um, I'm involved in one now um, and it's, it's such an exciting process. But uh, my baby, if you like, my real heart is to get onto uh, this broadcast and just to kind of preach the gospel and share that with you because uh, it's just something that I get to do in my free time and, and, and I thoroughly enjoy it. It's such a wonderful privilege to be able to do it. Um, being part of uh, local church is something that we all are meant to do and I'm so passionate about that and um, it's such an exciting thing to do. Uh, to run it alongside what I do on this broadcast and everything. is just such a privilege. Well, we've got uh, a a title for you, um, or a topic, if you like, called uh, Compassion Moves. And um, I I was doing the prayer for our church this morning, our faith uh, life-centered prayer. Um, And what really came out strongly, and I didn't know this, uh, the person who prayed yesterday, I, I didn't for whatever reason, I didn't pay attention to what they they were praying. Um, not on purpose, just just doing other things. And they prayed. Out, they were talking about the love of God. And today, really, the 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 theme of lo- the love of God came back as, again into the prayer. I had no knowledge of what she was praying yesterday, and it was just a God thing. And I'm just going to stick on that top topic, and that's why I, I entitled this "The Compassion Moves," because remember what Friday is on Gospel Pursuits. It is Feel Good Friday today. It is the day we get to celebrate and thank God for the healing power of God. It's just such an awesome thing that we're able to do on this broadcast. I love doing it every week, talking about healing and, and talking about and praying for the sick. I, you know, as long as as if as the spirit moves this way today, we'll pray for the sick. We'll we'll pray for people who are are watching, who are in need of a touch for God. But we always like to start with preaching the Word of God. I don't like to pray for people without infu- filling them with something from the Word of God. You know, by His stripes, you were healed is a phrase in the Bible that is often quoted. And uh, someone was telling me last night that um, Jim Hockaday tells a story. And he's a, he, he's a big minister at, um, or he was very involved in Ramos Healing School in the States. And he it says, one guy came up to him, just declaring the word of God, by a straps, on am here, da-da-da-da-da-da, da da just quoting, 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 quoting the word of God. Is also and, and and Jim was like very much like, whoa, well, slow down, stop. You don't believe any of that, do you? And the guy just said, no, I don't. <laughs> he said, well, you know what? God's going to heal you anyways. And I think there's a huge point. T.L. Osborne says it this way. We got in in the Word of Faith message and in the idea that when you have a healing light, if someone doesn't receive, it's not the minister's fault. It's the person's receiving fault. It's almost like we said, you know, your radio frequency is not turned in. But you know what? God's going to just fill the radio frequencies up with his power so that whichever way you tune, you can receive anyways. We know that everything is done by faith. We know that, you know, faith pleases God. But sometimes God will intervene because he loves you so much. And... As ministers, we need to carry the compassion of God so beyond what the person who is receiving is. Um, I was talking uh, to some friends last night and I was saying this is what's so important about Matthew chapter 8. There are many levels of faith introduced into Matthew chapter 8. If we just flip there first to start with. And this is the healing chapter in my eyes. This deals with it from a theological perspective, but I don't want to tackle this from a theological perspective. I want to tackle this from an emotional need-based perspective. When you're in pain and when you're uh, dealing with sickness and disease and when you're dealing with uh, physical pain, there's a place that something happens in your mind that The reason the pain's there is your body is telling you something's wrong. And we can cover it up with painkillers. We can cover it up with all these different things that we can try and do, natural remedies and all this kind of stuff. But the pain is telling you there's something physically wrong in your body. There's a reason the pain is there. It's not... Now, you can... The devil will attack you with things, symptoms. And like Jonah said in in the the, the whale, these lying vanities, he was in a whale, but he was declaring them as lying and his faith was getting him to a place to be ejected from that, that whale so he could get on with the assignment of God. But when you're in pain and when pain attacks your body, there is a place where you can reject that pain by the power of Jesus Christ. But also remember that your body is telling you something if there's pain you don't ignore the pain and try and and try and push it aside by shouting louder than the pain the word of god no because you see faith only works from a heart that is filled with the word of god it's not from a mind that's full of the word of god you have to believe what you say so your mental regurgitation of scripture just to try and get rid of something that you think the devil's attacking you with is not going to work you have to know it in your heart And this is why it's so important that faith comes by hearing and what? Hearing by the Rhema Word of God. Hearing the Rhema Word of God, the fresh revelation of the Word of God in your heart today is going to be more important than something you heard two weeks ago on a subject, on any subject. You may have heard something two weeks ago that was relevant for you today, for then, two weeks ago, and the Spirit of God talked to you about it and you did what it said and it worked, but today it might not work. Not that the Word of God won't work, but the instruction that God tells you to do through the Word of God, and how you need to act out your faith, might not be the same as two weeks ago. One day Jesus walked on water, the other day he got in the boat. There was different ways that he did things. He spit into the dirt and made mud. He, he, he laid hands on the sick. He had people touch him. There was different methods for receiving your healing, and the, the method may change. The message never changes. The message may never change, but the outworking of that message might be crucially different in every situation and circumstance. And this is why I love Matthew chapter 8, because the first thing it starts off with, and this is where you might be. Many Christians are in this place. Many Christians are not into the, if you go to the next page, into the centurion level of faith that says speak the word only. Jesus wasn't saying that if you don't speak the word only, that you can't receive from God. He's just said that's the highest level of faith. And when we're in the the word of faith environment and when we're in the faith environment, we need to strive. And I believe we we get the word of God and and people perish without, without knowledge. You get the knowledge of God's word in your heart and you start to confess it out of your mouth and revelation will come and you will start to grow in your level of faith. You will get to the place where you speak the word only. Sometimes even you might be in an area of of one area where you speak the word only and it works every single time, but in other areas you're not hundred percent there. You're not at that level of faith, and there are levels of faith like like anything. Faith to me is like any kind of skill, and you know because I I don't think we like to talk about the things of God in the natural. And Jesus used perfectly natural examples, didn't he? He talked about farmers, sowing, sower sows the word. You know, he talks about the fa- farmer harvesting his crop for you to receive from the word of God. But th- th- the reality is, is faith is just like any other skill. You can be amazing at building with Lego blocks, but you may never build a real house because your skills at laboring and understanding the big blocks are they might have the same principles and may have the same idea of strength and foundation and structure, but you may never build a real house just because you build amazing houses in Lego and vice versa. You might build the best uh, building it possible. In reality, you might be the best architect. You might be the best laborer. You might, you might be the best at everything and never understand how to build something out of nothing with Lego. Do you get what I'm saying? There are different skills that we develop in. I believe any human being can learn to do anything. But most people are really good at certain skills because they perhaps had a natural gifting, not natural gifting, but natural desire to follow something. As a child, great musicians usually started very young. They had a desire to be, see, the God, God gives you the desires of your heart. So as a child, you start to develop those desires and start to act out on those desires. You start to step out in faith on those desires and suddenly you become really good at something. Whether that's building, my, my eldest son is very good at building. Lego and uh, DIY and all that kind of stuff. whereas my other son he's brilliant with his imagination and his play and he loves he's learning how to play music and he loves he, everything he responds to is music based. That's a desire on his heart. Could he be a good DIY builder? Of course, but his desire will probably won't lead him in that direction so he may ne- never get good at it. For me, I had never been interested in decorating or DIY. So therefore, I'm not very good at it. But what I am good at, I can play my guitar because I've developed a passion for it. So faith is the same. There are different levels of faith in different areas because you might have a passion for healing, so you develop your faith in healing. You might have a passion for finances, so you develop your faith in, in, in finances. Can you do both? Yes, of course you can. Should we do both? Yes, I believe we should. We should never let anything from the Word of God be at different levels and, and one level up really high and one level really low. There, there needs to be this wonderful um, ability to um, develop in multiple areas, but there might be times where you spend. So, so what, what, where, where am I going with this? i am kind of gone off topic a little bit, so I'm just trying to bring it back onto track. Faith for healing will often start with the will of God, will often start with different levels of faith. And that's what I love about Jesus. He is moved more above, beyond anything else, by compassion. He Yes, he responds to faith. Yes, he consistently said through the Word of God, your faith has made you whole. But his compassion often moved because of something on the inside of him that saw the spiritual needs of the people in front of him. If you look in Matthew chapter... Um. 14 in verse 13 jesus had just heard the news of his cousin a good friend of him it's the guy that baptized him in the holy spirit the guy that took pushed under the water that there was a connection between a ministerial connection a friend connection a cousin family connection jesus just heard the news that his 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 cousin's head had been chopped off And, and as soon as jesus heard the news he left in a boat to go to a remote area to be alone He wanted, he needed to hear from God. He wanted to maybe cry. He maybe wanted to say, God, why? I don't know. It doesn't say. But the reality is he didn't have a time to do anything because, but the crowds heard where he was headed and followed on foot from many towns. And Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. In Mark chapter 6, it says it this way, He had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. And, it, and of course, that is all within the context, again, of the story of the feeding of the 5,000. Jesus fed them spirit, soul, and body. The compassion of God moved to th- see that the people were able to receive from the love of God beyond what they were capable of. Sometimes we need to teach. Sometimes we need to preach. Sometimes we need to lay hands. Sometimes we just need to let the Word, the living God, the love of God flow through us freely to overwhelm the people that are in need. Non Christians aren't necessarily going to receive a Word of God concerning faith, are they? Non Christians are not going to necessarily become a Christian, but they can still receive from the power of God, if you overwhelm them with the compassion of God. You might say, well, what does that mean? Overwhelm them with the compassion of God. It means you carry something. You carry his presence. You carry his life. You carry his love. So where you go, the love of God goes. The light of the glorious gospel might not be seen by a blind person. The God of this world has blinded them. So light won't necessarily go through the blindness. But I tell you what, the love of God will lift the veil. The love of God and the compassion of God will lift the veil so that when the light shines, it opens their eyes. As their eyes open, they begin to see the, the brilliance of God's light and the darkness that's in, that is in place just recedes because the light comes. The love of God, the compassion of God. Compassion will not only move you, compassion will move as you step out in faith. Your faith will work by that compassion, by that love. God is a God of compassion, a God, of God who loves you so much that where you are right now, he is moving. He is trying to get a hold of you. He's tugging at your heartstrings. If you're not a Christian, he's saying, receive me. The Holy Spirit is in your room right now saying, hear the word. Hear the word that Jesus loves you. God loves you. Jesus died for you, died on a cross for and paid every price of everything that you possibly need. Any barrier that you think you might have to entering into the presence of God or knowing God. Jesus paid that price for you to get in there. He has created a bridge. He has created a way for you to go from the pit of hell, the darkness that so consumes your life, into the light and the glorious presence of God Almighty who created heaven and earth and that bridge is Jesus and all you have to do is accept him and make him Lord of your life. If you are someone who needs to receive that bridge of healing from the darkness and the pain that he makes suffering that is in your body that you can't Seem to get free from that the bridge of Jesus Christ, that He paid the price for you for your healing. Jesus didn't just say to the leper when the leper said, Can you heal me? Jesus said, I know I can. And I also will. I will heal you. Jesus is saying that to you right now. I will heal you. I you know I can. Every single human being knows that if there's an eternal God who created the heaven and earth, that they that God can heal them whether they believe in, in God or not, they know that God can heal them. It's whether He will. And I'm saying He will. He will overwhelm you with His compassion, His love, the love that I have for you on the other side of this camera, on the other side of the place in this world, somewhere outside of of these four walls where I'm living right now and preaching from. The love of God is on the move to move in your body, to destroy yokes, to remove burdens. The anointing power of God is nothing more than the manifest presence of the love of God operating in your life to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus was anointed to destroy the works of the devil, and he wants to invade your life, invade your body. If you're born again, all you have to do is say, God, I receive my healing, because the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells within you and makes alive your mortal body. That spirit is the love of God that's shed abroad in your heart. The compassion of God. The compassion that moves towards you to heal your body will heal your body so that you can be moved by it to go and heal other people's bodies. To go preach the gospel. To see other people come out of the burden of sin and destruction. To see people receive the light of the glorious gospel in the face of Jesus Christ. To be able to carry this presence in earthen vessels so the excellency of his power is not of us but of him it's the glorious gospel it's the love of God it's the compassion of God moving you carrying being carried by you on your shoulders you are carrying the move of God you are carrying revival you are carrying his very presence you are carrying what God has for other people this is the whole point of being blessed blessed to be a blessing the godly life the spirit Spirit life. What we've been talking about all this week is the power of God, the compassion, the anointing, the fulfilling, the fulfillment and the fullness of God carried by the individual believer. And you can get excited, you can get passionate, you can praise him, you can worship him and you can take each step every day. A step of faith to walk in the movement of compassion for other people, compassion for your family, compassion for your church. Compassion. You see, this is where tithing and giving and finances becomes amazing thing to do because when you're operating in the compassion of God you're operating in the in the love of God you don't you know and you see what you have but you know where it's come from you know it's come from a God of love and when the God of love tells you to give you're not scared to give you're not scared to part with your finances because you know that he loves you so much he's not going to leave you nor forsake you he said he's met all your needs according to his riches in gospel in the glorious gospel in the glory of his riches of the God who loves you he provided every need met you seek first the kingdom you're seeking first the kingdom of love and in that kingdom of love every need is met every blessing it comes every spiritual blessing every exceeding great and precious promise from the father of lights all good things come down he's given us things all good things to richly enjoy that's why godliness profits that's why godliness produces life in your life in your life in the success and the victory that god's gotten for you because the compassion of god the anointing of God, the wonders of God, the whole creation of God that that He has put in into you and just infused you with a power. You are infused. You are like a a burning one. You are someone who carries eternal fuel for the outreach of the gospel, for the glorious gospel just to be ministered. And it's a gospel of peace, love, joy, faith, hope, gentleness, temperance, all those things that God's got in store for you as an individual. You carry it to other people so that they can take part of the same thing that you and I already have. Compassion moves you Compassion will move you to enlarge the place of your tent. Compassion will move you to help the poor. Compassion will move you to fast and pray. Compassion will move you to teach the gospel. Compassion will move you to love on the ungodly, the smelly, the downtrodden, the the, the you know, because God at the end of the day will take someone who's at the bottom of the dung hill up into princes, a place of the kingdom of God and the kingdom, uh, and to deal with people. There will be people in this world who are capable but they are run down down and out they feel like life has left them but they have got the capacity to change the world in them just as much as you and I and when they come in contact with a real God a God who loves them a God who will change and every and invade every part of their life remove alcohol remove uh, drugs remove all the stench and uncleanliness that the enemy would keep them bound unto you see, that's what love does. It unlocks the combination of people's hearts. It it, it transforms and c- clicks it all together and turns a life around because the compassion of God that we carry is poured out into others. Poured out like living water, rivers of living water that flow freely, freely into your life. Good morning, Marcos. It's great to be able to talk about these things. It's great to be fired up about these things. But we must move with it. We must take it and carry it to the nations. We must take it and move forward. God loves you and I. God loves the people in India. God loves the people in Africa. God loves the people in the United Kingdom and you and I as believers carry something so powerful, so wonderful that will heal other people just by a single touch. Jesus, in that Matthew chapter 8, went to Peter's house and his mother was ill of a fever and Jesus, I believe, he just walked into that room and loved on her spoke to the fever, and it left her, and she rose up, and she got on about her business and tasks. That is the point. That is the point, that we carry something for others. It's not for us to hold on to, put under a bushel, turn the lights off when anyone comes past. You know, you turn the lights off on your house when someone starts knocking on the door because you hope that they They didn't see you in there because you don't want to talk to them. No, we have our lights on. We have the light of the gospel shining. We have a burning passion to reach the lost and to minister to the sick. I believe that anyone here who is watching by the sound of my voice, who needs to have a touch from God regarding healing, I think you should just get your receptors out because we're going to pray and we're going to believe. Because wherever you are in the stage of faith, a little mustard seed of faith, Jesus said, a little tiny mustard seed of faith will sprout into a massive tree. That that mustard seed will sprout and create world-overcoming faith. Be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world, Jesus said. Out of the abundance of the heart... The mouth speaks, and that speaking will be filled with compassion if you fill your vessel up with his word. And the power of God to heal you right now is flowing freely. There's no blockage. The only blockage that you might have if you're trying to receive from God is something that's going on here that says, Will you do it, God? And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 8, I will. That settles it. God's will for you is to be healed. So in the name of Jesus, I speak to sickness. I speak to disease. I speak to demonic oppression. And I say in the name of Jesus, you bow your knee and leave my family's body right now. The family of the believer that is watching this right now has an interjection of the Spirit of God and the healing power of God. And I expect to hear testimonies because in the name of Jesus, you are healed by those stripes that he paid the price for 2,000 years ago. Hallelujah. Rejoice. Say, thank you, God, for my healing. Thank you, God. It doesn't matter how you feel. The feelings will come. Thank God for my healing. Praise him, worship him, and magnify him. The gospel has been preached today. The love of God is overwhelming you right now and removing and eradicating sickness and disease from your body. Just expect it. Expect it. and Get your expectation up so high. Crank it up and say, God, I believe I receive. God, I believe that your word is working mightily in my body. Your word was sent to heal me and it's working mightily in my body. And I rejoice and I say, thank you, God, for what you did 2,000 years ago. The healing power of God that has been moved on with compassion to your heart, to your physical body, you are healed by the stripes of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus, the power of God is working in your body right now to heal you. And you just keep expecting. You keep expecting. You keep expecting because the power of God works mightily. It grows. It grows. It's like a seed. It's planted in your heart. It's going to bubble up and overflow and eradicate sickness and disease from your body in the name of Jesus. Well, my time here has come to an end. Another week gone in the Gospel Pursuits broadcast. It's great to see people. It's great to see Pastor Marcos from India commenting. It's great to see other people. And I believe that we are going to see a mighty move of God. Share the broadcast. We're going to be back next week, Tuesday at 9.15 a.m. UK time. We're going to consistently be doing that as, as we kind of push towards the end of this year. It's exciting. The end of the year is coming. But there's still a lot to be done and a lot to be achieved. If you're doing something for God, keep building, keep working, keep instructing your team members, keep encouraging those around you. Keep going because God's got a lot in store for 2022. Time is short. Jesus is coming back soon. There is not a lot of time left to do the things that God's called you to do. So get going. Get moving and let's see this harvest come in. Let's clean out the highways and the byways for God Almighty. Let's fill seats in heaven. Don't Let's not care about our, our stuff and our things. Those things will be looked after. Let's fill seats. Let's go after souls like never before. Let's believe God for the harvest to come in and believe for the laborers to just march out in strong strength with the compassion of God, moving them and expecting them to just do something with what God's given you. Have a great day. See you next week. Um, Let me just get my uh, thingy sorted. I will see you next week. Have a great day. (laughs) Bye-bye.